0: There's all these different angles on the people around the people that we're seeing and how we share our niche with them. So how do we audit what we're doing in our business? And do we need other eyes on our business to be able to audit it for us, to see where people are coming in, to see what is available, what people see from the outside, the language that we use in that conversation? Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners responding directly to the needs of a practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated and practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact, and I look forward to working with you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How the devil are you? There's been some weird weather going on. There's been so many changes and everything. And here we are at the start of a new month. And what I wanted to talk to you about today was clients and niching, because there's always this discussion around If I niche, will I lose all of my clients? What about all the other people? And as naturopaths, we see lots of people, don't we? We see lots of different people. And one of the things that's increased my practice, or a number of the things I should say that have increased my practice, referrals, so client referrals, increased my practice is getting people to come back, making them understand that health is about long-term change. It's like going to the gym. You can't just go to the gym once. Well, you can go to the gym once, but don't expect to be fit after you've been to the gym once. And it's the same with going to see a health practitioner in that it has to be a long-term and ongoing relationship. So getting your clients to understand how that is a thing and why that works for them. So yes, you could be doing a program and yes, you could be putting everything together, but ultimately seeing those clients one-to-one is literally changing the world because you are changing the epigenetics as you make that person healthy. So their offspring and their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren will be healthier because you're changing their life. And by changing that one person's life who sits in your office, you're changing their family. You're changing the people that they meet, they go out to dinner with. They will pass on your information. So you don't just change one person, you very much change that one person, they're the ones who gain the greatest benefit, but you change a lot of people around them, you change the people they come in contact with. Now, another way to get clients, of course, is to see children, because the mothers come to see us. That Women are the major users of natural healthcare. So we know that, we see more women than we see men. I do see men, and there are male practitioners who see men, and they see women as well. But there are more women out there looking for health support for themselves and their families so when we've got these women coming to see us they have children generally so now there can be issues there when we've got divorced parents and one parent wants them to see a naturopath and the other one doesn't believe in it when couples who are a a tighter couple and the mother says i want to take the child to a naturopath they're able to sit down and they're able to discuss that and see where it's coming from and what their understandings are and what they will gain from it and the other party will come on board because for both of them it's about the family dynamic it's about that child's health when you've got people unfortunately who have broken up and they're still in that acrimonious stage or maybe they're just moving into it or maybe they're just moving out of it but it's hard for them as two individuals now paying their own bills and trying to pay these other bills and do all these things to and they only see the child maybe alternately or whatever it is they find it hard to send that child to anything, you know, pay the dentist bills. They've got to pay, who's going to pay for the health insurance? Who's going to pay for this? Who's going to pay for that? And so it can be difficult seeing those children because then there's negotiation around what happens when they go to the other house and whether or not they'll take the things. And so often it'll be the child has a lot of issues. And so whoever's brought them to you, perhaps it's mum or dad, whoever's brought them to you, you put them on some supplements, you change activities, you change foods, you change lifestyle, all of the things that we do, and they get markedly better. So they go to the other parent well, because they've had seven days of this change. So they go to the other parent well, and then during that week, the other parent isn't on board in their own head. So they're not, because they're not on board, they can't concept the changes that are happening. So that child might've come to them well at the beginning of the week, by the end of the week, they're in an absolute mess. But that's actually what that other person is used to dealing with. So they think that's kind of normal and they send them back. So they still can't concept that there's this change and that they're well, that they're understanding, they're calm, all those sorts of things at the beginning of the week. Because in actual fact they might not be, because they've got a new environment to come into. They've got changes to make for the other parents. So getting everybody on board into concept can be difficult when we've got broken relationships, but it can also be a really joyful thing when they do all get on board. So having the whole family come to see you increases your client base. Because then you have mum and or dad, and then you have the children, and then you have, they tell their sisters and brothers, and so then you might have aunties and uncles or brothers, sisters, cousins. And so you increase your client base through personal referral, which is really, really important. And by knowing who you treat, by knowing that niche, means that When you're speaking to these families and saying, well, what I treat is, you might be to hormones, that might be your big thing. And so you might say, no, I don't want to see children because I'm just doing hormones. And until the child hits 13, I'm not interested, or 12, or when their hormones kick in, I'm totally interested. Until then, I'm not interested. So there's all these different angles on the people around the people that we're seeing and how we share our niche with them. So how do we audit? what we're doing in our business, and do we need other eyes on our business to be able to audit it for us, to see where people are coming in, to see what is available, what people see from the outside, the language that we use in that conversation, because this is all the stuff that my 90 day people will be getting as of next year when I change the style of it. So, but what I'm saying to you now is have a look at the people who are coming in to see you have a look at those people and think to yourself, who are these people connected to? Because normally when we niche, we do that. My client is a female, 35. Her name is Janice. She is this, that, and the other thing. And we have all these things about our ideal client. So what I want you to do is look at your ideal client and then look at who they communicate with. And those people they're communicating with, are they part of your niche? Are they part of the people that you want to see? Can you? extend your net out to them or are there people within that net so you're seeing mothers for postpartum issues but you don't want to see babies or something which would be ridiculous but just let's pretend so therefore you're saying in that circle of people you've got we've called her Janice haven't we I don't know where I got that name from but we've called her Janice and she's in the middle here and she's a postpartum mother but really not interested in the pediatric side so on that outer branch of our ideal client we then cross out that newborn baby. So it's not brilliant that one wasn't a brilliant example but in a way it was because it was there's a very clear group of other people. So it might be that you like to work with married women but you don't want to work with men at all. So here with there she is at home talking about having seen her naturopath but you don't want to see her husband in which case you don't want to see that married woman's partner How are you going when they come to you and they say, i really like you to see my husband? How are you going to word it so that you don't turn them off from seeing you? Or you don't turn them off from them encouraging other married women to come and see you? So have a look at that niche that you're thinking about or those multiple niches. Remember, you can have more than one. It's not just one niche. You can have lots and lots of them. But look at that niche. Look at the people outside of that group. And then exclude from those people, so that you know how to say no to those people, and yet still keep the people that you want. So it was just a let's think about this one today. Let's have a real thought about the outside and not just that one niched person, and how we can and we will have more clients by niching because our what we're saying to people is more succinct, how we're sharing it is more understandable. And so when we think about what we're, the verbalization, all the social media stuff and all our advertising is more specific because we have niched, but we can have more than one niche. And then we want to think, who don't I want to see from my niche group? So it's a bit of a strange way of looking at it, but I think we need to know the yeses as well as the noes. So that's kind of today's. Let me know how you go. You can always email me. So geraldine at mentoringwithgeraldine.biz because I do love to hear from you. And if you've got questions that you would like answered on the podcast, email them to me because I'd love to get to them and have a chat about your questions. So you know the deal. You've made it to the end. Don't forget to leave me a beautiful five-star review, please, on the listening app that you happen to be on. And I look forward to seeing you on the next cast. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review,